Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all. Looking for a unique gift idea? Check out my book, The Humor and Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula, for any mom in your life. She's going to receive great tips, great wisdom, tons of positive birth stories, and I promise you she'll be glad you got it for her. You can check it out on Amazon or any of my social media links. Hey gang, Micah Burgess here. You're listening to My Doula Micah. I'm really, really glad you are with me today on this episode. I have the privilege of interviewing uh, a fellow doula who happens to be a neuroscientist from Toronto, Canada. Say hey, Greer. Hello, everyone. So happy to be here. We are so glad you're with us today. So we have a lot to talk about. I want to kind of turn it over to Greer at this point for her to introduce herself. Tell us a little bit about um, your family, your background, where you're from, your business, your book, all the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, I was born in Toronto. Um, My early life really inspired my whole story. Uh, I was a very, very highly sensitive baby, and my brother was as well. We needed constant contact, um, and my mom really provided that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, her mother, too. We were breastfed for many years. We bed shared, um, and, she, you know, she supported us as best as she could in those years. And, um, you know, yeah, those early years, I could see at the time it was, the way that my mom was approaching uh, baby care was being criticized by people around her, but she was very strong and she knew, you know, she knew what to do mm-hmm. um, to help us. Um, and, and, and her interest in that really um, added to my, you know, trajectory. Um, so I, you know, was very, very high achieving student, always, you know, needing straight A's and everything. Um and I was actually headed to be a medical doctor. Uh-huh. Um, so I started volunteering in a neuroscience laboratory. I had the opportunity to work there um, in a gap year after high school. Um, and I just really fell in love with neuroscience. I loved it. I was like, I'm going to study this um, for my undergraduate as I go to medical school. Um, and I, I really focused on that topic of how does early life experience build the infant brain throughout yeah. my undergraduate degree. Still loved it, kept going, um, and that turned into uh, doing a PhD in neuroscience and um, medical science, as well as as a postdoc um, and a research scientist at Columbia University after that. Cool. And I really wanted to apply the research. That was kind of 
um, a drive for me all the way, you know, from my PhD. And um, at near the end of my time at Columbia, I I discovered doulas, I discovered perinatal psychology, mm-hmm. and um, that entire field, and 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 transitioned into that. So after an academic career, I worked, um, I've been working as a doula for many years as well. And now I've arrived at this, this goal of mine. I really wanted to write a book to combine all of the academic knowledge that I've taken in over the 15 years there, mm-hmm. plus all of the hands-on, um, the art of taking care of babies and families um, as a doula. So cool. Tell us um, a little bit more specifically, if you can, um, what your primary focus was in school um, at, you know, as a neuroscientist, uh, what, what were you, yeah, what was your primary goal there? Yeah, yeah. As an undergrad, I was really interested in learning and memory, the mechanisms of learning and memory. I was so fascinated by how experiences could be encoded in the brain. Mm. So I studied a lot. Um, there and I had a lot of choice of specializing so I also uh, studied how like how does the visual system develop in infancy based on experience how does the auditory system develop in infancy based on experience Um, and then the emotional system too so Mm -hmm. so that led me in my PhD I, I was focused on specific genes actually one specific gene in particular um that is involved in depression Depressive mm. uh, related behavior, anxiety related behavior, and mania related behavior. Okay. Um, and I developed a new treatment um, that's actually still being being my work is still being cited. I'm wow. still seeing updates of this research now, which is lovely. They're they're using the drug in people now, which is just really fantastic um, and rewarding. That's amazing. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much, so much uh, research that as incrementally, right? It all builds and builds and builds yeah. over many years. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, there I was studying um, behavior and like in animal models, behavior related to um, learning and memory, as well as anxiety and depression and mania. Um, and then also the brain um, correlates of it. So protein expression, genetic expression, um, the behavior, like the way that cells um, were behaving and and then using drug treatments to um, to try to change outcomes in those models. Got it. So you said mm-hmm. how uh, just a second ago how everything kind of you know interworks together um, to build something, right? And mm-hmm. I, I think that's so true about our lives, about our passion, our families, our work. And so you said that you have been a doula for many years. Tell me what drove you to that and then connect those dots for us as a neuroscientist and a doula. And then you said, you know, now you're at this point where you got to write your book, connect those dots for us. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, over the 15 years or so where I was um, active in academia, um, a vast amount of research came out showing how vital emotional experiences are Mm. to build mental health in the infant brain Mm. you know essentially between conception to age three Mm, Um, it's it's incredible like the research is so strong and 
as I was writing my book, actually, um, and I was citing all the studies that came out, I like remembered where I was when they all came out. So I was just always attuned to like, what's new in this field. Um, and so, so there really is this wonderful research that came out in the past 30 years or so. It's brand new. Um, and it hasn't been spread so widely yet. So mm. I really wanted to focus on that. And yeah. um, as I was coming out of, um, of academia, wanting to bring this message to families, I signed up for both book of birth and postpartum doula training. I was sort of interested in, you know, how do people work with families? How mm. do they help people in pregnancy and birth and postpartum? And was really just blown away by like how the evidence base that forms the doula profession completely overlap with the neuroscience research. Cool. Give us some examples so, of that. Yeah, completely. So, I mean, the, the way of, of, of even just supporting a mother, um, the pregnant person and their family through pregnancy and birth, that translates into the baby's mental health too, right? So when we're helping them through their emotions, process stress, manage stress, just giving them love and support and releasing oxytocin into their bodies. Mm -hmm. um, that is directing the growth of the baby's brain and their emotional development and also in, in the parents too, because the parent's brain is also really changing in that time. Um, same with supporting birth, processing birth stories, um, and the way that we are there to model nurturing behavior in the postpartum time, um, the way that we're there to encourage the wonderful things that parents do for their babies mm -hmm. um, and give them all, again, oxytocin. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about that all the time in doula work, but it, it, it's really vital to, um, to be providing that for, for parents and babies in that time. So I hear everything that you're saying. It makes sense uh, to me anyway. And I think that it's, what you're talking about is really important and you're stressing how vital it is for development, for, um, our, you know, emotions, the mental capacity, anxiety, all these things. So can you give us a little bit of a snippet or a window into, you know, I'm a parent, I've got young kids, you as a doula, maybe you talk to some of your clients about this. How would you instruct or direct or give wisdom or advice on how, a parent could achieve this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's so much pressure for parents. There's so much information out there. Um, as doulas, we can really be that, you know, resource for them, right? We can give them wonderful resources um, to help. I, I think in, in my practice, like giving parents, you know, evidence-based information and just kind of saying, this is, this is, you know, the thing to focus on and we can forget about all this other stuff um, really helps free them and reduce a lot of, you know, their anxiety too. So I think providing that information to parents is that is in, you know, these, you know, this wonderful scientific revolution that's happened in the past 30 years, both a genetic revolution and also a neuroscience revolution. We know more about babies than we've ever known before. Mm -hmm their you know their brains developing so rapidly it's developing one million connections per second in those first three wow. years of life it's wow. astounding right yeah absolutely astounding and to say like you know your 
care um, matters, right? It matters to that brain development and it matters to build what we would call um, a regular, relatively regulated brain, Mm -hmm. right? Brain that's able to experience emotions and process emotions and experience stress and eventually regulate that stress. And now a word from our sponsors. Face it, shaker bottles suck. Your protein shakes always come out clumpy and you look like an idiot using the thing. That's why I decided to ditch the shaker bottle for good and get myself a blend jet to portable blender. It makes perfectly blended protein shakes in just 20 seconds. Blend jet two is portable. So you can even blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothing without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. With over 30 colors and patterns to choose from, I chose lavender. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. Be sure to use your promo code doula12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code doula12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild hydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure. Today, Cure is on a mission to help people stay hydrated and feel their best without compromising on quality, taste, or sustainability. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on the website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code DULA for 20% off your order. Did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ugh, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfoods started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird started experimenting with his morning ritual 
Almost two decades ago, he found that when he started adding fats to his morning cup, like coconut oil, he had amazing energy throughout the rest of his day. He gradually perfected his recipe for an epic cup of fuel and began sharing it with his friends in the surf community. They've got functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use your promo code DULA at checkout to save 15% of your purchase today. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo Puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. They are 100% wooden puzzles that last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. What are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code DULA to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use the code DULA to get your 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. The paradox to be communicated to parents is the current, essentially the current, you know, message that most parents get are, you, if you want your baby to grow up, to be, have the self-regulation, have mental health, be a good person, we should limit the amount we hold them, like, don't hold them too much, don't spoil them, don't create a rod for your back, they need to cry, they need to be left, you know, to handle that stuff on their own. And it actually, the paradox is, when we provide a lot of closeness, proximity, a lot of co-regulation, being with babies while they experience their stress and their big emotions and coaching them with their emotions and stress, that is what builds, you know, the stress, the eventual self-regulation, the eventual independence, the eventual thriving that happens. But um, babies really need co-regulation and mm-hmm. a lot of input like that in those first three years got it and tell me you know maybe cite uh some what's the word i'm looking for uh references (laughs) that really support what you're saying um so that parents can you know because you're right there are so many different views out there about parenting about babies about how to love them how to bring them up how to train them you know there's so many different directions and I actually tell uh, my clients you know who are my birth doula clients when we have our postpartum session or we're preparing for postpartum I tell them listen you're going to get a lot of unsolicited advice and there's a lot of things out there do your due diligence your research or talk to families that you really like what they're doing you like what you see in their kids and in their relationship because there's so much out there. So I'm going to have listeners that are like, wait a second. I was taught, wait, this method over here is what they're telling me is best. So give us some, you know, references, some sites of 
kind of supporting what you're saying is really what's best for their brain. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I think the most fundamental research um, comes from uh, these animal studies where the pups, right? So that's equivalent to like a human baby in, in age, mm-hmm. um, experience either high amounts of closeness with their mother, I would say nurturing, right? Closeness mm-hmm. with their mother. And, and I'll say mother because in these models, only the mother provides care for humans. Mothers, fathers, grandparents, sure. doulas, right? everyone can provide this care for babies. Um, and so, so yeah, so the most, the most um, amazing research comes there, right? So some of these pups receive very high nurturing care. They are not separated from their parents for long periods of time. They're receiving lots of touch. They're receiving feeding when they're hungry, sleep mm-hmm. when they're sleeping, play when they're playful, um, you know, based on their physiology, internal physiology, right? And then there's, um, they, in these studies, they also have groups where the pups are receiving long separations mm. from their mother. Um, and so they're, um, you know, they're still warm, they're still fed, um, but they're not um, getting as much, you know, closeness, touch, responsivity, and things like that. Um, and then we look at the most fundamental parts of the brain. So, the biggest study where this comes from is from um, a lab um, at the University of McGill, at McGill University, um, from researchers Michael Meany and Moshe Ziff. And so they did the first study here, and they saw the differences with the high-nurturing and low-nurturing group, mm-hmm. that there was actual changes to their hippocampus. So the hippocampus is a very important part of the brain for stress regulation, um, and also memory and things like that. Okay. So for the pups that had a lot of care, they had a more efficient stress response when they grew up. Huh. And so that means that when they were challenged with a threat, with a stressor, they were they could mount a stress response, handle the stressor, but they returned to a lower baseline stress response much faster. Okay. Um, the pups that had lower care they had a much uh, more prolonged stress response when they're older. That also correlates to, you know, all of those anxiety-like behaviors, depression-like behaviors, and impaired cognition, right, in the terms of the the low nurturing, right? Um, And so they looked even further and saw that the high nurturing did change their stress response, but it also changed their DNA. So it changed markers and proteins, yeah. Yeah, it's really incredible. This work. Uh, it changed markers and proteins on their DNA that um, ended up, yeah, sorry, it changed their DNA, which changed proteins in the hippocampus to actually add more proteins that can stop stress, right? So they have a stronger break on their stress. And, you know, why is that important? You know, in studying adult stuff, adult stress, we know we that's an ideal stress response. We want to respond to a stressor and then get back to a regulated place relatively quickly. We don't want to spend lots of time in high in high amounts of stress, right? So it was really building a healthy stress system in that study. That study's been replicated in humans now, mm-hmm. too. Um, so we see the same epigenetic changes and the same stress, 
you know, changes to the stress response as well. Um, that's just one area. There's many, many other brain areas related to stress that have very similar results. Wow. So, so yeah. interesting. So incredible. And one thing that I'm just sitting here, I don't know if my listeners think the same thing, because I did not study neuroscience, right? I'm just kind of dumbfounded in some respects that y'all can even monitor <laughs> these kinds yeah, of changes and be able to witness yeah, this is what's happening. This is the imprint on the brain. This is how it is benefiting them to regulate stress. I mean, that's, that's incredible in and of itself. I'm so thankful that, that that's out there. It's incredibly intense work and absolutely. Um, yeah. There are scientists working there, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, to, yeah. To really take a, like this very, very precise information. It's, it's a lot of work for sure. Yeah, to sound definitely sounds like it. Um, tell yeah. us if you like, are you offering courses, classes um, right now in line with what your work is about? And then also, you know, you said, hey, this was your passion was to write this book, then kind of transition a little bit and, and tell my listeners how they would benefit from purchasing your book. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my book is written um, for parents as well as doulas and perinatal professionals. My mm -hmm. wish is that everyone in the birthing world and anyone who works with babies reads this book so that, you know, you can be really well informed and up to date with mm -hmm. all this new research and to be able to, to influence your, you know, your clients, um, to know this information too. Um, it's, it's great. It has a lot of theory in it. The first half is theory. The second half is how to apply, mm. you know, this nurturing. Um, so, so yeah, absolutely. I definitely, uh, want to do this to read this book. Um, and I am offering a course right now. Um, the first one will be at the end of June. Um, people can find that on my website or on my Instagram account. Um, and I plan to be offering, you know, teaching regularly, um, you know, going forward. Awesome. What is your Instagram account? How can people find you or your website? Sure. My Instagram account is Nurture Neuroscience Parenting. And my website is nurture-neuroscience.com. Awesome. Tell me, is there like... I don't know, one really great nugget of information that you have, this one top piece of advice that you would want to give uh, today to our listeners to really make an impact on their knowledge on what you're talking about and then hopefully impact their decisions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think learning about this is a new opportunity for doulas to just get even more excited about what we do. Mm -hmm. um, because the impact is enormous. You know, this is, this early life period um, for babies and parents is a place where incredible mental health is built. Um, and doulas are an integral part of that. So, um, yeah, that would be a big message for doulas. And, um, and also just to have, I think a lot of doulas do want to communicate nurturing approaches to parents and and this is just an opportunity to, you know, give them references yeah. and uh, a, a new source, right? We like to give, you know, resources to our clients. So, um, yeah, that's great. Definitely, we need to feel really good about what we do because it's it's miraculous. 
It does. It sounds amazing. I'm so, so glad that we had this opportunity to explore this a little bit further. And like I said, at the top of the show, you don't typically see doula and neuroscientists side by side (laughs) in the same vessel. And so I think what you're providing and what you're offering is, is a unique look, a unique approach that, you know, many people would say, yes, as doulas, yeah, they're very nurturing. They're very, you know, hands-on. They, they focus on, you know, physical support. But what I would tell people is, "Mm, I feel like the way I benefit people the most is the mental and emotional support. And so I feel like you're kind of combining those actual, literally combining those together, this nurturing that affects not just how you feel oh that feels good (laughs) but also you know how it affects your brain and and development and how you regulate stress and all all those things that you just mentioned I I just it's fascinating absolutely it's nice having a doula and you know helping a family it's not just a nice thing to do that's helping them in that moment it's something that you're you know you're affecting real change for like long term yeah long term yeah yeah, so absolutely. awesome. I love it. Greer, thank you so much for uh, coming on here with me today and sharing what you're doing, giving us some new thoughts and, and, and ideas to really be uh, contemplating. And, and I, I appreciate everything that you've done, the work that you've put in. And yeah, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much. It was so lovely to connect with you and get to know you better. And thank you so much for having me. You bet. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected at MyDoulaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to the humor in birth stories and insights from a doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week. So please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.